So I just looked at your text. It said, sure, let me prepare myself with free beers in parentheses. Okay. <laughs> All right. It says that. So it is, that, is that how you get prepared for these podcasts? Okay. You know. Hey, I got to make sure that the people get their entertainment dollar. That's one. Number one. Uh, <laughs> Priority. Not, well, number one, I'm not going to get too drunk to do the podcast. I'd have to get pretty drunk. <laughs> one day, maybe we'll do an experiment. Where we're going to see how many beers I can have and still be cogent on the on the cast. Probably pretty but cogent. Three, but three, I'm pretty okay with. Right, I think right. three is going to work. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got the text. Uh, also, uh, F my phone for not sending texts very fast. Because I sent that to you as soon as you texted me. <laughs> well, you know what? It did say t- 19 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, F your phone then. <laughs> F me for looking at it now. For just now looking at it. <laughs> oh, man. Coming from the big bump Ooh. music coming in on Nerd Cyclopedia. That's right, he's like a 19th century steel baron right there with that uh, generosity. Yeah, buddy, that's what he is. What's going on, Scott? Oh man, just uh, getting ready to get F here real hard. <laughs> get it's F. gonna be great. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to it. I think about it. I'm thinking about getting effed all week. Yeah, buddy. I've been thinking about this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that crazy beat for Crazy Man always just gets me so uh, so amped up, you know, to get ready for uh, Nerd Cyclopedia yeah. so that we can talk about the best and only the best in nerd culture from A to Z, one letter at a time, just like an encyclopedia. Do you get it? I hope you get it if you're starting on episode six because if you haven't figured it out yet, it might be a little slow. That's essentially what encyclopedia is from A to Z. You know, if you know your alphabet, you know we go one letter at a time. That's true. That's that's how most things progress. Uh, Numbers, yeah. alphabets. Yeah, you know, <laughs> one at a time. Days, you know. Days, that's how it goes. Yeah, you know, it's got to go sequentially, I guess, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, so you're hearing this. Uh, so you're probably aware. We're still working on getting up on iTunes, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but we're definitely on nerdcyclopedia.com. Yep. And we are definitely available. Uh, you can get at us at Nerdcyclopedia on uh, Twitter. That's Nerdcyclopedia. No E in the middle there. It's not Nerd Encyclopedia, so don't uh, pronounce it wrong. Yeah, uh, we, we, we had a few people, you know, go Encyclopedia searching us on Google and say, where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? You Your know? podcast is fake. It's fake. You know you're fake. <laughs> Your podcast like, is I'm pre- real? I'm pretty sure we do this. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, man. I, I, no, maybe it's, it might just be us just yelling in the, into the dark. I might just be how this is. <laughs> no, it's, but, but it's, it's, we do it. It's nerd cyclopedia. Nerd. N e r d c y c clopedia. Man, you gotta look. wow. The thing spell check has done to this uh, this generation. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say to all of our elementary school teachers, you were right. We should have been paying attention. 
none of none of us did. Hey, I only got to the sixth grade, and then from there it was downhill. You know, downhill. Downhill. You mean you were on the ski team? Pretty much. You know, <laughs> downhill. Just, just trying to save this youth center, and this guy kept trying to race me. <laughs> All right. So my name is Sam, and I'm Scott. Right, and we got Nerdcyclopedia. That's right. Together, we are Team Nerdcyclopedia. Team Nerdcyclopedia. This week, we got the letter F. That's right, F. F stands for a lot of things in shorthand. Yeah, you know. Um, so, <laughs> a lot of things you probably probably think of. <laughs> a lot, a lot of things. If you are a fan of Crazy Man, if you've been checking out Crazy Man, Woo! F's around the Crazy Man. Uh, Au revoir, right? Hey, we might talk about a little bit of him and K, right? Huh? Hey, absolutely. Yeah, you, can't, you can't talk K without Crazy Man. Yeah. Come on now. He does our bump music. So he, he does our bump music. He's our musical director. I just gave him that title. Hope he doesn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tell him. I hope Do he not tell mind. Crazy Man I just gave him a random title in our podcast. I hope he doesn't mind. I hope so too. Uh, but yeah, F, uh, letter six, sixth letter of the alphabet. Uh, F is a consonant. Makes the f- <laughs> sound. <laughs> f- 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, F. Uh, this it's F's a lot more deep than E. It's a deeper bench, which is good. Uh, so that's always great news. Um, where do you want to start out? We can start out DC or Marvel, man. Where where do you want to start? Uh, we can start with DC. I got the Flash. The Flash. <laughs> that's my life. Scarlet Speedster, the Crimson Comet, the Blur, the Streak, the fastest man alive. The guy in red <laughs> with the um, under lightning on his chest. <laughs> now, this guy, you know, he was um, he was created back in the 1940s, you know, mm-hmm. Flash comics and stuff. So he's been around for like a long time. A lot of these DC characters, they just go like way back, you know, further than Marvel. Well, Marvel um, had their characters, but they're their hardcore superheroes really got on track like in the 60s. But right. um, the Flash in particular, he was like one of my favorites. Not only because of, you know, his speed and everything being like, you know, a speedster and stuff, but the color of his costume. I've always tracked, I'm always attracted to like, you know, colors and comics and everything. And Flash yeah. was very colorful with his red and yellow suit. Well, you mean Silver Age Flash. Silver Age Flash, okay. Golden Age Flash had that like, you know, World War One British helmet with the wings on it. Wait, I am so totally slipping because you are you are totally correct. <laughs> the silver <laughs> flash as a red. The other Jay, the Jay Garrick flash. I wasn't right. Too right. <laughs> that flash. The, the World War Two flash. That flash, not as cool. Not as cool. I'll, I'll just right, right away see Barry Allen is a much cooler looking Flash mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> see, there, there was a Jay Garrick flash. He was the first mm-hmm. Flash. He was original. Right. Then you had the Barry Allen flash that came later in the sixties. Right. Premiered in 1940. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Garrick was created. Uh, had the Hermes wings, right? Yeah. So Hermes had the wings, right, on his feet or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was his whole his whole deal. And then they were like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of dumb." And then no one read it. And then they were like, "What's also pretty fast? <laughs> Lightning bolts." And they were like, "Boom! Boom! <laughs> kick those! Kick the Hermes World War One helmet right on out of here!" Yeah, and then just it was something neat to look at. And then brought the character back in the what? Well, yeah, like you said, he he disappeared for a minute, um, mm. and then they brought him back, you know, in the '60s instead of just bringing back the old Jay Garrett character. They decided to invent their new Flash, Barry Allen. 
Well, the flash also has the designation of being uh, the cut between Golden Era comics and Silver Era comics because he was the first Golden Era uh, character that was brought back. Okay. So he has that designation, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, he is. It's funny how um the they they created a really deep mythology with the whole Flash family, you know, because you mm-hmm. had like the Jay Garrick Flash, you had the Barry Allen Flash, then later you had the the Kid Flash, which is Wally West, you know, he was right. and he ended up becoming a third Flash after Crisis on Infinite Earth. <laughs> <laughs> The classic um, twelve issue series from the eighties that just really um, destroyed like the the old DC universe and just yeah, um, like, tore listen, everything. We've out. been guys. We've been selling. We've been telling a lot of stories that are uh, they're contradictory. <laughs> There's not any. Listen, our our market is hardcore nerds. <laughs> the type of hardcore nerds that one day will make a podcast where they go through the entire nerd can in one letter at a time. <laughs> we call it Nerdcyclopedia. I am prescient. <laughs> Uh, but also we need to make sure that everything lines up in a way that the stories make sense or else the nerds will revolt. And if they revolt, there will be blood in these halls in DC Comics. <laughs> then someone else was like, yeah, but how much money is that going to make us? Yeah. And the answer was like, a lot. And they were like, let's do that thing that makes us the money. <laughs> is that how they sound it? I think that's, I, that's, and that's a recording of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's not my interpretation. In all, any right, way. all right, all right. All right, so yeah, you so you had uh, Wally West as the um, kid Flash, who later became the third Flash after right. Barry Allen died in Crisis on Infinite Earth, and then it was another Flash after that, I believe, from the future named Impulse. Yeah, there we go. Bart Allen, he came actually from the future to become Impulse, and he, I think, he later became Kid Flash as well. You know, yeah. so you have you have is is what I was basically just saying as far as. The, the mythology they created with the speedsters by the whole speed force, the time travel, you know, and and, it's, and this is all based off just a guy running real fast. Okay, so he could break a time barrier, you know, go back in time, go, pop, you know, forward in time. And all these flashes have this element in him, in them that can actually do that called the speed force. Right. So it's it's really deep how, how they created a deep mythology with the whole Flash family. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. How did Flash get his powers? So Barry Allen, from I don't know the um, Jake Garrick's history, but I know Barry Allen got struck by a bolt of lightning. You know, or it, the, his he was in a crime lab doing an experiment, experiment, and then for whatever reason, a bolt of lightning came <laughs> into the lab itself. <laughs> now, how does a light? How does lightning come right into a lab and you know destroy everything and turn him into the Flash? How does that even happen? Hey, it's a one in a million shot, Doc. One in a million <laughs> shot. It's not I've, gonna happen I've, every time. I've never heard of lightning going inside of a a, a, a a building or a house, or usually it's like outside, right? You know, lightning <laughs> doesn't actually go inside. Um, <laughs> you know, usually, it strikes a tree or you know a power Wait. line. <laughs> Wait, so your so your experience with lightning is that it's an outside only thing. You've never had inside lightning before? I've never seen inside lightning. Well, I've, I've never experienced, never seen it, never seen news footage of it. You know. Apparently, you've never been to the Science Center because they've got one of them Tesla coils, and that does inside lightning Woo! right there. I, apparently not. You know. Boom! Truth grenade right there. <laughs> as as you might as you might uh, imagine, uh, the golden era flashes 
Um, <laughs> the Golden Air Flash's powers are much stupider. Uh, they're required in a much more <laughs> stupid way. Uh, he accidentally inhales hard water vapors <laughs> after taking a smoke break. <laughs> no, are you serious? Because, because the wow. fastest man alive, contrary to the last six years of Olympic history, is not only white, but a smoker. And that's my favorite part. And this, by the way, is four years after Jesse Owens. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Four years after, so was he like, kind of like inspired by <laughs> Well, Jesse Owens was still the fastest man alive yeah. when the Flash was created. That's my point. That is funny. Wow, I never knew that. I, I Did never, you think that? I never knew that. Wow. Yeah, and he had just like given Hitler the finger and been like, yeah, I'm faster than everyone. And, you know. <laughs> I don't know that he was, like, mean about it. He was just probably, like, if everyone was like, hey, Jesse Owens, is there anyone faster than you? And he was probably just like, nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, and people were like, he's pouty. He doesn't know how to deal with the new media. That's, my, that's how I imagine them talking about Jesse Owens. Right <laughs> is that, is that how, that's your interpretation? <laughs> that's how, that's my interpretation. So, <laughs> so, not only, while he was the fastest man alive, uh, did they base the character on him in any way? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, like, not instead, <laughs> instead of taking an American hero, mm -hmm. they were just <laughs> like, no, no, nope. no, the smoker, this guy's smoking. That's much more believable than any, that's much more believable. All just of a sudden, that. he just runs fast. Wow. Yeah, Jay He just runs real fast. He, he played college football, which is interesting. And then he got a shirt with a lightning bolt, and he was just like, man, I'm just going to run real fast. Yeah, Jake Garrick didn't really have much of a history. I guess that's why the character got, like, dumped pretty quick, huh? Well, it just didn't, like, you know, what are you going to do? It's like, hey, they had to keep coming up with things that, could, like, being fast could solve. <laughs> and those guys are the same guys that, like, decided to use him as just some random guy. that's like, yeah, I was out on a smokes break, and now I can run real fast. <laughs> that's what they get. All right. So, yeah, that's The Flash. So, they actually do have a TV show out right now. Yeah. Yeah, on CW, the best network. The uh, I remember when the CW was just basically all like female nine zero two one zero and what was it? Just like it seemed like it was a female oriented like romantic. I'm pretty network. sure Dawson's Dawson's Creek. I'm yeah, pretty Dawson's sure was the CW. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Those 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 type of shows. And all of a sudden, it turned into like the superhero network. Okay, so who bought it? Well, they got bought by somebody. Warner, right? Yeah, they're owned by Warner, um, the Warner Brothers, and um, CBS. Go. So they co-own they co-own that station. But well, um, they decided to take it. Well, they had Smallville running on there for like you know a number of years. And yeah, then, and then the dude that played Superman was like, "Yeah, I'm just not gonna work out. I don't want. Don't put me in the Super Don't suit. put me in. And the they had to be suit. like, "All right." Yeah, Tom Welling was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna work out." <laughs> and so they're like, "Well, we can't put you in the Super Suit if you're not gonna look right." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna look right. That's it." And so that's why there's that's why there's no Superman in Smallville, by the way. Mm. And every fan, fun, fun. every fan was upset at that series finale when it was like he was so close, but nope, no Superman in suit, just like a C, a bad CGI uh, mock-up. But oh. you have CGI. You could make this happen. You could put. You could just show like a different guy from, mm. <laughs> and then cut to his face. But they didn't even do that. It was just bad. It was. You got to try. Mm. They didn't even try. Anyway. So that series um, went off the air. So they decided they, they still needed a superhero show on air. So they decided to make a green arrow one. But instead of him being green, they just decided to call him arrows. Just so it didn't sound too corny, you know, calling them green or titling the series green arrow. I don't like colors. Don't <laughs> put a color in the name. But he still wore a green suit. 
So nah, just don't put the color in the name. Kids these days, they hate colors. So that first season of Arrow, it was um, a combination of like what I want to call overall the old CW mixed with new, you know, superheroes, you know, Smallville type stuff. But mm-hmm. I think the creators actually found something in the series because by the second season, they started adding a lot of a lot more comic book elements. And they actually started introducing other characters outside of the Green Arrow universe, namely, you know, Barry Allen. He guest starred on a couple episodes and didn't really appear as a Flash in that season of Arrow. But by the time the third season of Arrow came up, that's when the Flash first season actually appeared. So it really developed into something really unique because the guy who was playing, who's played, who plays a Flash, is a real skinny guy. You wouldn't really imagine him as a superhero or anything like that, but he really plays a really good role in interpreting like the speed draw on screen. But why would you be? Why would you want a bodybuilder to play the Flash anyway? Uh, that, I mean, it just doesn't make sense from any standpoint whatsoever. Not at all. But not the way they draw him in the comics. You expect him to be like this. <sighs> You know, just lifting weights type of guy. I mean, I get if you're like, okay, the Flash has like 1% body fat and he's constantly like, because he can't, his metabolism has to be insane, right? Yeah. Like, I get that, yeah. right? But to have him have like like 30-inch biceps never made sense. It did, it did really make sense. So I'm glad they really got somebody skinny to actually, you know, you know, do that role. But I'm just glad they got someone to represent the skinny demographic. Because <laughs> there's just not, not enough skinny to go around, you know? All these, all these roles in comic book movies keep going to these fat guys, and I'll tell you, <laughs> something's got to give eventually. Something. But it's one of my favorite shows. It's the, the Flash is a really solid show. I mean, it has these cheesy moments and everything, but, I mean, what other superhero does? I mean, you're, you're dealing with superheroes on TV. You know, right. They're not supposed to be taken too seriously. We have discussed the Batman, the animated series episode where that guy flips off the Joker. <laughs> we have discussed that. And since we're in F, I'm going to mention it. There you go. Because he flips him off. And the Joker's just like, sorry, man, this is going to ruin your life forever. And the guy's like, well, we can't, I can't go to the police. Like, why would, why would I want to go somewhere safe, like where there's police? So he's just like, I better drive to this secluded location. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a have, you, have you watched any of the episodes? Nope. <laughs> I love what you mean. I have not seen it. The Flash. I've not seen the Arrow. I didn't watch that one thing where it was like the Black Canary that CW had a while ago. Uh-huh. I just haven't done it. And I don't know if it's just because I'm like, I'm not a snob about it. It's not that it's CW. It's just that I want them to get ahead, do a story, and I want to be able to watch a story. And a lot of those types of shows end up getting canned immediately. Well, lucky for us that Arrow is, is on its fourth season right now. Flash is um, on its second season. It will probably end up going a, a few more seasons. And they're actually going to end up doing a movie version of The Flash. <laughs> which Is it going to be a different guy or the same guy? It's going to be a different guy. It's going to be the movie version of Barry Allen. And running at the same time as the TV show, which sort of frustrates me a little bit because you would think that Okay, you're having a TV show that's really popular right now, well, especially among nerds at least. Um, well, yeah. And um, you're having a movie version of this same character, not uh, Wally West, not uh, uh, Bart Allen, but you're going to do Barry Allen again on a movie screen. Okay, the same origin and everything. So right. aren't you kind of like repeating yourself for what you know happened in a TV show? Not, I'm really confused about their decision on doing that, but well, who are they gonna get? I mean, isn't that the big deal, right? Because you can get a guy who's a lot better that's gonna do the movie. That you can pay a bajillion dollars to do the movie. Well, so it could lead to a better experience anyway, right? Possibly. I mean, they got Ezra Miller playing the um, Flash. He 
he um he's done a really he's a really good actor. He's done some pretty good things. But I, I guess my confusion come well not really confusion, but my my beef just comes with doing two versions of the same character running at the same time. I can see if the series in, ends <clears throat> and then you start like another version of the same character, but nine times out of ten, the popularity of the series is going to overlap with the actual movie and possibly confuse or irritate, you know, casual fans, you know, per se. You know, why are there two versions of this character? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. You know, may, it's it's maybe I'm just nitpicking, but you know, it's it's a it's a thing of contention. Listen, I, I don't know, man. The TV superhero thing, I just feel like you need a bigger budget. I mean, if well, I really am going to hold judgment as far as who they cast, I'm going to wait until they say who it is, and then I'm going to make fun of it, and then I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to say that was pretty all right. Because <laughs> it's not like you know. But here's the thing: like DC's got this weird spot now. Or like it doesn't really matter who they cast. Like it's not like the names getting me in there. It's like oh they got you know the guy from Doogie Howser to be you know the Flash. Oh well, I'm definitely going now. Like that's not how it works, right? No, no. They, they, everyone's like oh Ben Affleck is Batman, and I'm thinking to myself they could have said I was gonna be Batman <laughs> and I'd still go. And I'm not qualified in any way, by the way, Whoa. for our listeners. I know you've only heard me. I am not qualified to play your Batman. Hey, Batman is Batman. But, yeah, they've already cast a guy. His name is, like I said, Ezra Miller. He was in The Perks of Being a Wallflower, um, the Stanford Prison. Oh, that's the movie guy. I thought you were talking about the TV guy. I wasn't paying attention. So no, no, no. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can cut that whole thing I just said out, or you can leave it in for fun. I don't care. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> that's your it's, business. It's not It's not Grant Gustin. It's Ezra Miller. You know, he is a, a trained <laughs> professional, real actor, you know, and he's done some pretty good work. So we'll see how so, he works out. So wait a second. So you think when I said I wasn't qualified about to be Batman, you were thinking that I meant that I'm not a trained professional actor, or did you think that I just meant I was out of shape? Uh, probably the latter. You know. <laughs> just out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen you make some faces like you were mad before, so probably you could yeah. handle that. Not as Skype. That's probably not as Skype has us actually on video now. You know, I mean, I see it all. Hey, no, there will never be a video a video version of this podcast. <laughs> Ever. It will never happen. If you want to see us, you're going to have to come to one of our live events. It will happen eventually if we get more listeners than some guy I went to high school with and my mom. <laughs> yeah, more than three people we got now. That's All right. right. All right, so that's The Flash. What else we got? Flash! There? Well, we can go in a couple different directions. I want to talk about a cartoon. Okay. I do. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about Futurama. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, from Matt Graney. Yes, it's from the guy who created The Simpsons. Philip J. Fry goes to the future. It's used as a springboard to tell nerdy, futuristic science fiction stories. And it is excellent. It's an excellent, excellent show. They've got some real tear jerkers and some real funny stuff. I highly recommend it. You've got your Philip J. Fry, the idiot. Delivery Boy from 1999. And who wasn't an idiot in 1999, am I right? And then you've got the one-eyed pilot, Taranga Leela. You've got the murderous robot, Bender, who will kill all humans if you give him a shot. So you got a lot of stuff going on. I really like Futurama a lot. Kind of wish it would uh, come back, but, you know, you can only resurrect something so many times. It was a zombie show for a while. <laughs> well, the funny thing about Futurama, I remember when it was on, it was it was mm -hmm. it was a Simpsons spinoff. Simpsons been on the air forever. I think it's probably going to go along, you know, um, until we you know, after, until after we die. It's just that you know, <laughs> it's just that good of a series. But Futurama, it was only on for like what a, about three or four years, and then you know they they canceled it. And then the surprising thing was 
after a while, and this happened to Family Guy too. After a while, it got resurrected on what um, was it Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. one of those. It things? came back on Comedy Central. Yeah, and they did uh, four four episode movies, so a sixteen episode season, and they did two other seasons that spanned four full years. Hmm. Around that time, I mean, it was it was like you when a series is canceled, it's done. I mean, you right. don't really see anything or resurrect the series ever. But that was one of the surprising things that it came back, and the popularity of it seemed like it actually surged even better because it, it lasted even more seasons <laughs> when it came back. You know, right? Well, it was because it was on Adult Swim for a long time. Uh huh. Um. So basically. Uh, you know, uh, Adult Swim kind of, um, kind of resurrected a lot of shows. Okay. It resurrected Family Guy as well, which, Family Guy is in there as well. <laughs> That's an F. <laughs> if you're it is an F. Guy. The Seth MacFarlane show spawned the Seth MacFarlane, uh, universe. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that good, uh, good old stuff going on there with Seth. Um, I think that um, I like Futurama. It's probably one of my favorite cartoons. Okay. I'm a big Simpsons guy. I know we haven't talked about The Simpsons too much, but I, I'm really into it, and uh, I've always liked Matt Groening and the stuff he does. Uh, Futurama, really great show. Uh, heartily recommend checking it out. Um, there's not a whole... Uh, it's one of the smartest cartoons there is. Yeah, It's it, very intelligent. It's, it's really known for being real witty and like they hire people to make sure the math is right. Like seriously, <laughs> that that so, for real. Okay. Yeah, so they don't play around okay. uh, with that stuff. Yeah, so it's really really neat. So uh, that's Fantastic Four. <clears throat> now is a pretty good time to do our Star Wars character of the week. Okay. You may have heard of them. The Bounty Hunters, the Fett family, Django and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Don't know anything about Boba Fett? Just a dead space there? <laughs> I just hit it nothing? He was in the movie for like two seconds. <laughs> he was. He sure was. He was actually premiered in the Star Wars uh, Christmas special, okay. which a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people have not seen. And George Lucas wants it that way, by the way. He does not want anyone to ever know that that was produced. Because you, cause you say he bought up all the copies or destroyed all the copies or something. Yeah, right? he bought all the copies of the thing, right? Oh, man. Um, so, so because of that, George was like, oh, we got to give him some more Fett time. So when he made the prequel series, he made every single Stormtrooper based on Boba Fett's dad. <laughs> and he made Boba Fett like, oh, Boba Fett's the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy. But he never sent Boba Fett off through any bounties. Boba Fett was just some guy in a robe right. that uh, Obi-Wan met. And it was like, is this your son? He's like, it's my son. My son is named Boba. And he was like, all right. It's like who uh who uh told you you could be the clone guy? He's like, oh, some guy, uh, not definitely not the guy you know is Count Dooku, not him. It would be crazy if it was him. It is. It is not him. <laughs> it is not him. <laughs> you will not be able to figure out who it is by the end of this story. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Then he talks to Bo. Then he tells to his son. He's like, hey, let's get out of here. Tries to leave. I don't know. Uh, the Fets are pretty cool. You know, Boba Fett's kind of well known as like a um. As like a uh, a character that is very 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 popular for a long time. A lot of expanded universe stuff about Boba Fett. I believe before the whole expanded universe was scotched when they sold it to Disney, that Boba Fett was essentially uh, the um, 
like the president of uh, Mandalore, where okay. all the people that wear that sort of Mandalorian armor, that's where the, the okay. Fets are from. They're okay. Mandalorians. Okay. It basically just means Samoan, I guess, you know, except in Star Wars talk. Okay. So that's the Fets. The most fearsome bounty hunter, unless uh, unless you're fighting a pit in the middle of a desert, don't hire him then. I always wonder why Juris um, didn't use him a whole lot. I mean, I guess he just left that to the expanded universe, huh? Well, it's like that guy who's like, you know, just standing there in a fight. You know that he could like beat everyone up, but you turn around and all of a sudden you turn back around. And he's in handcuffs and it's over. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I'm amazed at his popularity, considering the fact he was only in there for two seconds. Well, he was hyped. I mean, he was. Yeah, he had a. Um, he had a uh, uh, action figure, and he was in the cartoon on the special with like it was like Luke, mm-hmm. Han, uh-huh. Chewie, the the stupid robots, and um, and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So he was hyped, and then plus you know all the the bounty hunters, and I'm gonna say this: uh, the bounty hunters on the Star Destroyer were actually pretty awesome. Uh huh. Um. So you know, uh, you can't you can't knock it. You can't knock Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett's really neat design, really cool. Yeah, the, uh, the real cool design. One of the top selling um, Star Wars figures. Really smooth customer. You know, he gives uh, he gives that bounty hunter the nod. He likes his game. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, um, hey, you know, one kick and all of a sudden he's in the Sarlacc's mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, you know, you never know. Could go a lot of di- things. Could go a lot of different ways. Boba Fett. Boba Fett and ah. Uh, Django Fett as well, <laughs> who gets his head cut off by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I just wish Samuel L. Jackson would have remembered to act in those movies, or or maybe it's George Lucas's fault for not being like, okay, so he's like, so what's my character? That's Samuel L. Jackson, pretty much. Just well, imagine if he got Quentin Tarantino to actually direct that. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking <laughs> Jedi in this motherfucking arena. I'm gonna cut your damn head off, bitch. <laughs> That's what it would sound like, right? That would have been a much better movie. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that movie. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of these Monday to Friday Sith and my mon- mon- monkey fighting galaxy. I'm tired. Uh, of it. I'll cut it down. Oh, we 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 definitely got to pitch you a movie, man. <laughs> we got to pitch you. We got to pitch you Star Wars. Um, uh, a Star Wars story spinoff with um Samuel Jackson's character directed mm. by um directed by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, that's not gonna be an easy one to do because I don't really want to have to say the N word as much as Tarantino <laughs> would put in the script. Honestly, like, I just don't want to do it because I don't want to have like a podcast, you know, a couple uh-huh. in twenty forty minutes long where I do the story and then the takeaway at the end is like that guy really is okay with the N word. He oh, just he, says it. He, he says it a lot. <laughs> I'm back a he's, little bit too much. Oh, he's he's pretty fine with it. Where is he from? And then like, I get Googled and it's like, West Virginia. Oh. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I want that. But maybe maybe uh, we'll figure out like a, a word I can use. We can beep it. It'll sound like I'm saying it. <laughs> but there will be a disclaimer. It will be like, Scott never said the N word when we did this. He used a different word that I decided to make act, act like it was the N word. And then you could then they can be like, also I'm black, and that will be okay. Well, you could probably make up a different language or whatever, like George. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas, he did he did take some liberties and stuff, you know. Right, right. Man. I said I said get out of here. 
How did how did Jake? I mean, how did he come up with all those names and all those? Whoo, man! I mean, Django, Boba, really? He didn't come up with all the names. He came up with some of them. Some of them. Okay. His basic tenet was, I can't make it sound no X's, no Z's. It has to sound like a name someone could use. And then oh, really? he decided to make uh, Jar Jar Binks with Gun Gun, uh, oh, which is stupid. Uh, oh. And that was because his kid was like uh, playing with trucks, and it was like Gun Gun. And I'm like, ah, that's terrible. Uh, really? Ugh. Uh. Then you think like, you know, I think about George Lucas, and we've gone over this so many times. I, I just don't want to harp on this thing. But, you know, Buddy Holly died in that plane crash pretty recently. Uh, we mm-hmm. film, we've been filmed we've been taping these in February, but it's right. been a big deal. And I keep thinking to myself, like, what if Body Holly made like thirty years of just terrible, awful music, like awful music? And we kept thinking of him about that. So, like, isn't he one that made all those, all those songs with the bongos for some reason? Right. You know, and then uh, that's really who George. Like, if George Lucas had died in a car crash in like nineteen eighty six, man, he'd be up in the pantheon with like Chaplin and you know and uh, Wells and. Uh, you know who else is a good director? Scorsese, but right. he didn't. He lived to he lived to produce mediocrity essentially. <laughs> and he, so he, he we, created we something great and then lived to produce mediocrity after. Now here's something great he produced, and you can say he borrowed this, which is whatever. But he did produce the Force, which is another F. Yeah. Another yeah. Star Wars F, and the Force has the multiple sides. Mm-hmm. It's a you know a energy field that surrounds us and binds us with life. It's, uh, you know, caused uh, by a virus that infects your body, apparently. Thank you. Now, that's a part of the force that I'm going to ignore happened because it was done after a car crash, Uh which is 86. (laughs) So everything that happened after that car crash that I imagine George Lucas had doesn't really canon anyway. Right. So the force, you know, has a light side, has a dark side. You can use it in anger. You can use it for good. Uh, But here's the thing. Uh, there's a catch with the Force, right? You can use it to do, like, telekinesis. You can move stuff with your mind. You can shoot light lightning bolts. You can uh, use it uh, to determine where people are going to be, you know, to predict their movements. You can use it to be fast. But if you use uh, if you use an immoral action mm-hmm. to for a moral result, it corrupts you personally, which is what's very interesting to me about the Force. Okay. So it's like doing a... It's like that whole... Um, if... Uh, if you would go back in time and kill baby Hitler, right? Right. You'd have to take an immoral action for a moral result. So the the ultimate outcome would be a corruption of your soul, right? That's what, uh, like, uh, Socrates would say. Okay. Or actually, probably Cicero would be the one who would say that, because he says there's no such thing as a moral expediency. Okay. Uh, but, nevertheless, that's a very interesting philosophical concept. Um, the one thing about the Force that's interesting, though, is that it doesn't preclude the good guys from lying about the Force. Because, you know, Yoda says, oh, the Force is, uh, Luke says, oh, is the Force, dark side of the Force stronger? And he goes, no, it's easier. And I'm like, but that makes it stronger! That makes it stronger! Like, if we both lift 100 pounds, right, and right. I can do it easier, I'm stronger than you. That's just the rules. Well, I mean, and, and, and I mean, essentially the Force is something outside of yourself that makes you it gives you that 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 energy, that spirit, or whatever you want to call it, to to do something that you're not known for doing. You know, it's something inside you that makes you, I guess, better. You know, if you want well, to call it, it that. allows or... you to it allows you to type tap into destiny. Right. Um, it's based on getting. It's like you know, uh, chlamydia, I guess, for some for someone because <laughs> it's like what? an infection. It's an infection you get. It's like oh, you, this guy's got a whole lot of midi chlorians, and really, we all know that's just chlamydia. <laughs> Okay, it's not chlamydia, but it's it's not 
It's not what it should be, which is just magic. George See, Lucas I'm, will have your head, man. Well, you know that I have no problem with someone saying to me, well, why, how's this working in this universe? You go, ah, it's just working, or it's magic. Like, I'm uh, okay, like, okay, cool. You don't have to explain <laughs> it to me. But if you're going to explain it to me, mm-hmm. don't do it in such a stupid way. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a bacterial infection. Well, what have you cured it? So, like, mm-hmm. would the number one thing that can stop the Jedi be antibiotics? Like, uh-huh. that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Right. Uh, anyway, and maybe that's why Luke Skywalker's mom died because they didn't have antibiotics to just kill all the Jedi. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's actually what makes sense. I'm gonna write that up. Right. I'm writing that one up. All right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. I uh, I get mad about stuff sometimes. Hey, you know, he gets a little angry. You know, he's a hit. We're ruthless people. <laughs> ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you telling that to a couple. Uh, well, I'm a totally ruthless person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that's the Force. The Force. The Force. It's the, one of the biggest elements of the Star Wars film and really probably the really biggest thing that holds it together as an right. actual, you know, franchise, myth- mm-hmm. mythology, whatever you want to call Star Wars. Star Wars is the Force. Right. Uh, that's probably pretty fair. Okay. Especially when it awakens and does $2 billion of business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The number one movie, domestic movie ever. <laughs> it in shot past Titanic and Avatar, you know. To finally beat James Cameron, right? Finally, the force finally whipped James Cameron's arse. James Cameron deserves to lose because Avatar is not a good movie. Not really. It's not a good, not, not really. If if you guys really go back and look at that movie, and I know a lot of those nerds actually, you know, watched that when it came out, you go back and watch it. It's not it's not a good movie, right? Because all they have to do is have like shaft mining, right? That's the solution. It's like, well, they have all the all the stuff we want to mine is under this tree. It's like, well, dig under the tree. <laughs> like that's it. That's the whole solution to the whole movie. And you know where they do that? Everywhere, and they've done it forever. Right. The Romans did that. You, if Giovanni Ravisi can't figure it out, he deserves to get murdered by all those blue guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, they have all the, uh, they have all the, uh, uh, the force of nature on their side, and oh, look, the humans are evil. They're trying to. It's like, no, the humans are stupid. <laughs> humans deserve to lose because they're dumb. <laughs> they could have gone on, gone under there, got all that, you know, random MacGuffin uh, stuff out, right? And then uh, they wouldn't have had to worry about anything. They didn't even have to tell them. They didn't have to tell them if they were doing it. I was just offense, uh, uh, offended because it was so long. I mean, the movie is long. <laughs> I just drank a large Coke, and halfway through it, I was like, I got to go. Seriously. But really cool yeah. I'm like, okay, just because you make Titanic, you know, that three-hour and 40-minute three hour, three hour movie, <laughs> don't mean that you got to make another, you know, like, really, dude? Come on now. I mean, you're coming off like. Terminator. I mean, as he makes movies, they get longer. Terminator was relatively short. Okay, Terminator <laughs> Two. Well, no, the Aliens. Okay, they got it got a little longer than Aliens. Terminator Two was a little longer than definitely longer than than the Terminator. Then he stopped for a minute and started with these Avatar <laughs> Avatar movies. Oh, come on, James, get it together. Right, and it's like, yeah, eventually, eventually, it's gonna come out. It'll come out when it comes then out. Then he did Titanic, which was the longest movie ever. You know that the girls just the little the the the, the, the um teenager teenage females just kept going back and back and back and back and watching over and over and 
okay, you're sitting, re- you're really sitting in a theater <laughs> every week watching this movie over again. <laughs> like, wow, they made it the number one movie ever in in U.S. history right. for a long time. And you know, and that's you know what it is. But I'm gonna tell you, the worst, very, very, very worst part about uh, that is the Celine Dion song. <laughs> which is my love will go on and, and I, I mean as someone who was you know uh, wow I mean I guess I was like what 15, 16 when that was going on okay. I, I many car rides ruined you, you just gotta find another radio station because it's not gonna stop and it's gonna be on and again it, later it, and it will go on and on that song would go on and on, on. Is that something we could throw out? What are we throwing out this week? Ah, uh, man, we got to wait on that. We got more to go. We got more ground to cover. Oh. I told you F's got a deep bench. Okay, well, I'm going to cut that out then. All right. <laughs> you don't got to cut it F- out. This is just this is show stuff, man. It doesn't have to be perfect. Maybe you cut out the thing where I wasn't paying attention. That's fine. But <laughs> this part, you can leave it in just so you can show people what it's really like to work with him. This is what it's like. He doesn't pay attention to anything. All right, what else we got? Fahrenheit 451, science fiction book. Ray okay. Bradbury, that's the temperature yeah. at which books burn. He, uh, main character is a fireman, goes in and burns books. That's his deal. It's his job because they want to keep knowledge out of the hand of people. Um, pretty sweet. Ever read that one? Yeah, I man, I read it back when I was in high, you know, high school. It was a pretty decent book. Um, don't remember too much of it, but I do remember that one part where they, they were driving the cars real fast. And wouldn't stop, <laughs> and wasn't afraid to like run people over and everything. Right. It was that was one part of the book that really struck me. Well, I forgot why, but <laughs> um, you remember that part? No. In the book? No. I, all I remember from when I because I haven't read it since I was like you know probably the, fourteen, fifteen. It, it's it was like people wouldn't obey, obey traffic rules. I mean, because it really told about like a dystopian society. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they wouldn't, they weren't a paying, you know, traffic rules because, um, I mean, I guess not because, you know, the, there was any books around, but, um, <coughs> it was, it was a really, it was a really deep book. Right. Well, I think the ending is where there's like a nuclear war, right? And they just watch it happen. And then he's talking to the people who've all memorized books because you can't burn people, which I mean, is patently untrue, but it's a lot harder to find them, I guess. And then, um... They go back after the end, and they kind of walk back in to try to help rebuild society with their information. And they talk about how there's thumbprints of people, which I think was pretty cool. But uh, uh-huh. you know, Ray Bradbury, pretty uh, pretty influential author for sure. Uh, a lot of genre stuff, and Fahrenheit 451 definitely a classic example of genre literature. A really really right. great. It's a good story. I recommend it if you haven't caught it. I know, yeah, I don't remember a lot about it, but hey, it's really my fault. <laughs> it's an indictment of the story. <laughs> Uh, pretty awesome. Um, Remember, hashtag hate Scott. Hashtag hate Scott. I feel like there's going to be a lot of that this week. A lot of hate Scott. Not a lot of hate Sam. Yeah, you know. They'll they'll come at me. I mean, I got my haters. I got my sock up in accounts. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be coming after you personally. <laughs> oh, Barry Allen's the best Flash. Man, I'm going to hate Sam. Hate Sam. All right. Next up, one of the most pivotal moments. In the history of mankind from a political perspective, the French okay. Revolution, which right. cannot be uh, under, uh, it cannot be overemphasized how important that was. Um, the French Revolution, a direct result of the American Revolution, except, mm-hmm. whereas the American Revolution was a revolution from the top, 
So the uh, elite in society were like, kind of like, eh, well, we'll do a revolution. The okay. French Revolution was the opposite of that, and was the culmination of you know decades and decades of corruption and 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 waste uh, by the noble classes and, and a complete no rules overthrowing of the prior order. Uh, the French Revolution ushered in the Napoleonic era, ushered in the Industrial Revolution, uh, and ushered in uh, the age of mass mobilization. There's no historical thread that you can trace before like the 17, 1789 uh, that wasn't massively impacted by it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, the world was at war for like 30 years because of that. Right. It's, crazy, it's crazy to think about that. That's a long time, man. That's like two generations. That's like yeah, more than Kobe Bryant's career. Long, it's like if Kobe came up, came up, like when the Napoleonic Wars started, he'd be retiring now at that they're in, pretty much. That's kind of deep. That's deep, man. I think about deep stuff all the time. I'm sure you do. Your brain is just like. <laughs> uh, if you're interested more in the French Revolution, I'll pitch uh, the Revolutions podcast by Mike Duncan. I know I don't pitch all the podcasts. I'm certainly not being paid to do that, but uh, it's a real in depth. It's like 50 episode series on the French Rev. Check it out. It's really awesome. Yeah, it don't matter. I mean, we you know love getting other people. You got time to? You're driving. What are you doing? You're just gonna listen to <laughs> listen to the latest crap FM radio? No, I don't do that. Learn something. Learn something. I mean, after after you've listened to Nerd Cyclopedia, of course. Yeah, I mean, we're know. not gonna carry you the whole way back and forth forever. I mean, there's only so many episodes. Yeah, uh, for for everybody that got those um uh, hour commutes, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Radio is one thing, a podcast is another. That's right. And a podcast is a better We thing. try to make it a one day. One day of your week can be us, and that's what we want. There we Hopefully, go. Hopefully, right? I mean, if it's longer than that, I mean, God help you. <laughs> that's all there is to it. Yeah, it, either that you or you should just move to where you work. Right. <laughs> Somewhere near there. Now, now yeah. just to kind of, kind of encapsulate the French Revolution, for those of you who are curious about how Napoleon came to power, because I know I never, until I like, looked into it, I never knew, uh, he... Uh, was a Republican general. So he was a general in the French Republican army after the revolution started and basically uh, just conquered like so much territory that they, uh, they kind of had to bring him into the government. And then he sort of backstabbed the other guys that brought him in on this coup. And uh, it was just like, yeah, I'm running this now. Pretty, pretty sweet stuff. All right. So what else we got? All right. So we got the fantastic four. Oh man. Fantastic Mm -hmm. four. Um, created in 1962. Right. By Stanley. And Jack the King Kirby. That's right. And those guys fought Dr. Doom. You got the first appearance of Cosmic Rays, which sounds like some stuff that I don't know what it is. Uh, you've got uh, all those those uh, alliteration names with Stu Storm and uh, John, oh, Johnny Storm, not as much, I guess, but Reed Richards. Uh, and okay. then you've got The Thing, who is, I guess, the uh, sort of the Marvel flagship character for a long time. Just made a right. made a rocks punch people. It's clobbering time. It's clobbering time was his signature. Yeah, saying. and then there were so many. You know, again, we've talked. I guess we've talked about my soap, but my distaste for the soap opera aspects of the uh, of the whole uh, comic universe is not my favorite thing. Well, you didn't like the soap opera aspect. Eh, it's not always my number one favorite thing, but you know, some of the stuff that uh, Mister Fantastic does is pretty cool. You know, the power to stretch out into any shape is pretty awesome. And uh, hey, you can't uh, can't knock flame on for sure. Flame, flame on. on, the Human Torch. So uh, yeah, flame on, Mister uh, and Mister Fantastic. He was always a uh, you know 
He he was the ultimate nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, always ignoring his um, wife, beautiful wife Sue Storm, right. or Sue Richards, you know, who she later became, and they was always into it, you know, as I remember them. So that was you talking about soap opery stuff, you know. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards used to always ignore his wife. The the Venture Brothers did such a a great 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 parody of this. It's hard to not even mention that as part of this. Uh, the first episode of that uh, is called Ice Station Impossible. It's in the first episode. The Venture Brothers go and they encounter essentially a Fantastic Four analog. Uh, Stephen Colbert plays uh, Doctor Impossible. I highly recommend. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Highly, highly, highly wow. recommend checking okay. that out. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the Human Torch is like the same, has the same powers as the Human Torch, but all its nerve endings are active. <laughs> so he's just screaming and screaming. Uh, it's a, it's a really great. I, I, I like the Venture Brothers a lot. Pretty cool. Uh, so I highly recommend checking that. Uh, that actually might be my favorite version of the Fantastic Four. Actually. I really do oh, like, really? yeah, I like that parody one a lot. It's one of my favorites. Okay. One of my favorite things the Venture Brothers ever did. One of my favorite things yeah. uh, about the Fantastic Four ever. And uh, I want to, I'll tell you, you said, what are we going to kick out, right? Okay. It's really hard to pick one thing to kick out. So this is going to be rough. There's three, okay. I mean, not counting the one really terrible Fantastic Four movie they made just to keep the rights, which I'm just going to pretend never happened. But you've got three, three Fantastic Four movies made in the last, like, what, decade? All abysmal. <laughs> Just terrible. All abysmal. I mean, that's really indicative of the Fantastic Four, period, because it's never really been a popular comic. Mm. You know, dozens of artists and writers have tried. John Byrne, you know, even Stan Lee back in the day and everything. It's never been, even though they were, like, really the first hardcore Marvel, it, you know, Marvel superheroes, for whatever reason, it never really caught on. Not like Spider-Man. They were not like Spider-Man, not like the Avengers, not like a lot of other characters like the Hulk, mm. you know. The Fantastic Four, they were just kind of boring. Right. You know, they had interesting elements here and there, and, you know, they had their bouts with Namor and the Submariner. But, yeah, they, they, they made three more movies. Three of them. <laughs> three. And none of them three were Three movies that were bad. Hey, they, they, you, you talking about three times? I mean, stri uh, strike out three times or three times you're out. And that's out. not like Star Wars, which has three. I mean, three bad movies in it. But you've got four good yeah. ones. You're not batting zero with Star Wars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got some good ones to make up for that. <laughs> They're batting come on, Fantastic zero Four. Fantastic Four. <laughs> they will not be making another one not, anytime. Not so. for a while, man. Believe that, people. So, no. so. This is what you got to pick. We're kicking out you all three of those. One. You got to pick one movie to cast out. You got to leave, <laughs> okay, and you've so... got to leave the other two there. So, like, you can either have Michael Chiklis <laughs> the thing, or, oh, or you can have Lawrence Fishburne playing the Silver Surfer. By the way, or or you can have uh, you can have a movie where Kate Mara. And Michael B. Jordan plays siblings. Well, it's kind of hard to throw out a movie I didn't see yet. <laughs> Which was the, um, the the third Fantastic Four movie um, that they made. But I heard it was just so horrible. I can't imagine it's any better than the first two that came out with Chris Evans, who is now Captain America. How crazy is it that Chris Evans was in that bad, <laughs> awful movie? It was in two of them and is now in all these like trillion-dollar Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, doing a yeah, great yeah. job 
And I'm pretty he's sure he's doing a fantastic I'm, job. I'm pretty sure that he was actually the uh, <laughs> he was actually the male lead in not another teen movie too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. He's the one that was singing "Janie Got a Gun" and everyone was uh, ducking for cover, right? Yeah, he was apprehensive on playing Captain America because I mean, with his experiences with Cap, I mean, with Fantastic Four, he didn't just didn't want to be tagged as a, the superhero guy. And now they just have to, they're gonna have to. Roll a dump truck full of money to his house to try to get him to do any more movies, I guess, right? Yeah, pretty much. His contract is running. I mean, like, could they telegraph they're going to kill him in Civil War any more than they have? I mean, I really feel like... <laughs> yeah, really. Like, the only time I've ever been less surprised by a character death was uh, in Downton Abbey when that uh, when that dumb guy got killed in a car crash. <laughs> he just was like, man... Oh, the... um, the, the Yeah, Dan Stevens oh. is like, well, my contract's up, so... Yeah, who didn't see that one? No, I, well, if you didn't read the um the, the the trades and everything, I guess you didn't see that. Well, maybe if you're reading it, maybe if you're binging it now, right? Maybe you wouldn't know yeah. about it. You'd be like, "Oh, this guy was in yeah. down Navi." You wouldn't be like, "Oh no!" So which one do you want? Which one do you want to kick out? You want to kick out the one with the Silver Surfer, the one without the Silver Surfer, where the, the villain is the guy from Nip Tuck? I, I, I really, I really want to kick out the one with the Silver Surfer because. The the uh, I remember at the time the um the marketing and everything on it was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it hyped everybody up for you know the rise of the Silver Surfer. Right. Then when you know the movie came out, it was just so bad. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, really? You wasted you know all this marketing for Silver. They were they were barely marketing Fantastic Four. They were marketing Silver Surfer. Right. Right. And you and know? wasn't that the one where like. Didn't the uh, didn't the Richards get married in that one too? So all the marketing had like Jessica yeah, Alba doing yeah. superhero yep. stuff in a veil. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Oh, I, I, no. We can. All right. I'm with you. Let's go ahead and throw that. We can one throw out. that one out. But I do this with a heavy heart, and knowing that we are not throwing out something else that needs to go. <laughs> something that needs to go. Needs to go. It huh? needs to go. But it's okay. There's always going to be we've we've saved something for season two is what we've done in this case. I really feel like we've done it. Like we're not coming back to F people. One day, well, everything always comes back to F. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I hear a lot of talking. But not <laughs> we'll just leave it at that right there. Huh? That's an inside joke for um <laughs> for another time, people. All right, that's what I got for. Uh, all right, we kicked it out. We kicked out the Ewoks last week. All right, we kicked out a lot of stuff. So yeah, that's what we're, we're building a list. Um, I really appreciate everybody listening. I just want to say thank you so far for everybody who's tuning in to the Nerd Cyclopedia podcast. It's been uh, a real pleasure to bring you these first couple episodes. Hopefully, once we're doing something a little bit more, uh, you know. Or standard. Once we're on iTunes, these things will come a little bit more uh, regularly as they're released. Fast, faster and fast and furious people. That's right. You know, another F. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Coming. We left all the fast and furiouses in. No, no. All right, all right. We we can't stop this. Okay. Well. <laughs> nope. We can't. We can't undo what we've done. Once we can't undo. Once the vault. Got to save it for. Do we got to save that? The vault is. I don't know. The vault's a time lock. The vault's a time. We can talk yeah. about fast and right. furious if you want. And how my main problem with the first movie is the scene where Paul Walker tells Vin Diesel he's a cop for 10 minutes. And Vin Diesel never gets it. Like, oh, hey, 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 listen. Uh, I'm an undercover police officer. I don't even know what you're telling me right now. It's 
like I'm a cop. What does that even mean? Here's my badge. I don't get it. That's what I feel. That's that's my feelings toward the whole movie, specifically the first couple, especially the first okay. one. Fast Seven, right. Fast Six, like the later ones have just been absurd and fun, which I'm okay with. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll eventually get there. <laughs> one day. But in the meantime, one day. Oh, I don't even know how to say anything to you now. Like ah. <laughs> He just explained the whole plot of the movie to you, Vin. What are you doing? <laughs> Next week, we'll be on um, G. G. G's got some good stuff in it. Stay tuned. Gaming. We're going to try to do Maybe. something for gaming. and right. uh, Maybe even talk a little bit about George Lucas. Maybe just a little bit. He did create um, something that was really special for everybody, even though, you know, some of those later creations um, didn't really land as well, so. Uh, we'll see you guys next time next that's week. right and remember hit us up on uh, nerdcyclopedia.com a website uh, leave us your thoughts we're going to be doing some writings in between now and then we're going to be doing some article posts which we're real excited about got some great ideas yeah, for yep, that yep, yep, yep. and make sure you hit us on twitter at nerdcyclopedia we'll be posting all our news all our information there and keep your eyes peeled I mean who knows maybe we can con some movie feeder guy into letting us do a live cast sometime from a line I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, we shall All see. All of my plans for this podcast involve trickery, by the way. So that should not, <laughs> that should definitely not, not surprise anybody. All right, people. See you when we see you. All ya. right, guys. The Crazy Man. Think about Crazy, crazy man. man. Yeah.